This is the podcast for small business owners and entrepreneurs who want to learn how simple ideas can lead to big wins for your business. I'm your host, Ryan Delello, professional dancer from TV's So You Think You Can Dance, turned entrepreneur and business owner. I'm on a quest to discover the most creative ideas that have made all the difference for successful businesses. This is the Ideal Wins Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today we have on Sasha Yablanovsky. She is a co-founder and co-CEO of LoanSpark, a business lending marketplace that connects customers to the capital they need. She recently served as the president of Career Builder and is a seasoned executive known for her ability to build high-performance teams that champion the voice of the customer inside organizations and drive desired outcomes for a wide variety of clients. Sasha's accomplishments also include building a strategic plan and process to recover lost monies for the largest Ponzi scheme in history. That was very cool. We'll have to dive into that a little bit more, Sasha. Uh, serving as the voice for working mothers and professional women as a public speaker and growing her career from project manager to CEO in just under a decade. Sasha, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Very excited to be here, Ryan. Thank you. Well, I know you just have an incredible story. Um, you come from humble beginnings. So just give us a little bit more background and tell us how you got to where you are today. Yeah, great. Um, so an immigrant from former USSR, you know, just never had an opportunity to relax and be um, in Russia, as most people know, not a very wealthy country. My parents were always hardworking. Um, you have to do what you have to do to survive. And then when we moved here, three weeks before the coup, by the way. So, you know, wow. timing was really interesting, um, but we yeah. made it here. And my parents refused to be on welfare because we came here to really take advantage of the opportunity that this country presents, not just to immigrants, to everybody that mm -hmm. lives here. So worked really hard and I watched them do that. And, you know, just based on my upbringing and my immigration story, there was never a chance to not have a strong work ethic. You always strive to build a better life and to take an opportunity of everything that you're able to around you. Wow. So 10 years you went from becoming a project manager to a CEO. Tell us a little bit more about that. My secret at work is to not say no to an opportunity, no matter how much it scares you. Say no if it's really out of your comfort zone and you think mm -hmm. that the company or the opportunity is not um, kosher, so to speak. But just because you're afraid or just because you haven't done it before doesn't mean you mm -hmm. shouldn't challenge yourself. No one was born a CEO. No one was born mm -hmm. a president. No one was born a project manager either. It's through kind of your jobs, your interactions mm -hmm. that you end up acquiring certain skills that can build up to that. I was lucky enough where I think I worked also with people that were able to see the skills I have and knew how to transfer them into bigger, better things. Mm -hmm. um, I'm also very lucky because I have a great support system and my spouse who always pushed me to do better and more, no matter how terrified I was, because I was leaping through the yeah. titles and organizations. But the secret sauce is don't say no. Just be afraid and go for it. What's the worst that's going to happen? You'll realize that it's not for you and you'll pivot and do something different. I love that. I love that. You know, the Idea Wins podcast. We're here talking about what simple things you can do that will have a big impact right on your business mm -hmm. and on your career. And that is just priceless advice. Um, don't be afraid and 
don't say no. Like, yeah. I think so many of us just count ourselves out, right? Before we even give ourselves a chance. And no, the, the self doubt creeps in and you talk yeah. yourself out of what, because who's your biggest critic? It's usually you inside your head. And one mm -hmm. of my favorite quotes is, you know, don't believe everything you hear inside your head. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love that. And you also have a good spouse. That's also important. Have I a good do. Side it's very there. important to have a good support yeah. system. Yeah, I, I do too. I have a great one. Well, let's, let's dive into, um, Lone Spark. Tell us about Lone yeah. Spark, how you got there, what you do. Um, I know I was diving into your website just a little bit. Um, so you're the people you serve are B2B service companies, financial yeah. brokers, banks, and credit unions, marketing visionaries, and accounting firms. So tell us exactly what Lone Spark is and how you serve uh, those audiences. Yeah, that's great. So I love the idea behind Lone Spark. Um, the founder of the company, Michael, he's been in commercial and consumer lending for over 20 years, and he saw how the system is kind of rigged against the borrower. All the business mm -hmm. owners that are supposed to be looking for funding, it's hard. The processes mm -hmm. are overcomplicated. They're super confusing. And he really wanted to make sure that we are able to help the borrowers, the business customers, make it easy for them. 82% of businesses go out of business within the first two years because of funding challenges. So it's just a really messy process. But mm -hmm. on top of figuring out how to help them, we also wanted to create an ecosystem of businesses helping businesses. So the banks and the alternative lenders shouldn't be the only ones that are able to provide funding to businesses. Right. Why not have other B2B service providers enable them to be that lending source to the business customers they serve for mm -hmm. a lot of different reasons. I think it just builds stronger communities. You're able to help your business customers. You drive greater value for them. And also you create an additional revenue stream for you as a B2B provider. Yeah. So it's just, it really creates this powerful network and system of all of us building a community for the better. I love that. That is, that's huge. I mean, um, so many companies need access to capital, whether it's a business, right, or individuals. And yeah. the process is so difficult, right? You guys, you are taking a, a something that people really need, like really depend on, right? It's a make or break thing for many people, depending on where they are. And it's such a difficult process. It's a long process. It's and you're simplifying that, you're making it easier. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. We're very excited. Well done. Thank you. Okay, so let's. Um, Let's dive into a few other questions. Um, so what would you say um, is your best small idea for big business wins? We kind of talked about one, maybe more on a personal level. What do you think for small businesses? What, what is what's something that they can do that will lead to a big win for their business? So I really believe in personal touches. Every day you hear about, you know, AI taking over or, mm -hmm. you know, the tools that we have that automate. I think automation is great, but you can never replace the kind of the personal connections that we build. Call right. me old school. I just think it's really important. Um, but one of the things that have always been impactful for me and in turn that I have made an impact in is remembering the birthdays, the anniversaries, the special details. I know it sounds really cheesy, but for all of our customers that I've worked with, like I would always keep a spreadsheet literally that would say, okay, in conversations, like I would write down their children's names, their birthdays, their anniversaries, things that come up in day-to-day -day conversations 
conversation with your customer, with your coworker, with your boss. And I would write them down just to remember. And then what happens is when there is a birthday, and when there is an anniversary or, you know, something about your next conversation, you can ask about their daughter, their son, their dog. I have a dog. I love my dog. I would love it if people asked me more about her. But my point is it really goes a long way. And it's really simple, but it has helped me over my career build much more powerful relationships because that means I'm listening. I'm paying attention. I'm making the other person that I'm working with feel like they matter and it really goes towards building those stronger relationships it really goes a long way and it's so simple yeah. like guys, we do this with our best friends and families like you got to do it with everybody around yeah. you okay you, you guys i just have to say she is not just saying this okay so we were going to have the, the podcast and she rescheduled for another day and i had forgot to block that day off because it was my birthday and she's like oh my gosh okay no worries take the day you know spend it with your wife but on my birthday, she sent me an email wishing me happy birthday. So she really does like practice what she preaches. So thank you again, by the way, for the, for the birthday happy wishes. Happy belated birthday. And <laughs> yeah. you know, it really did. It made me feel like, wow, this, she's really cool. Like she really is genuine. And um, like if businesses can do that more, like that's so important on a personal level, but if businesses can apply that to how they work with their customers, Man, you're going to have raving fans. Like you're not going to just have someone who just bought something from you and they're like, oh, okay, well, I'll go buy from someone else. But that personal touch, it goes so far. So I think getting creative and, and you know, with your business and figuring out ways to do that with your customers is huge. It is, I agree. Yeah. Great one. Excellent. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Okay, let's go to the next question. So uh, business is all about overcoming obstacles and creating opportunities for growth. What do you see as the real challenge right now for companies? Um, figuring out, I think, how to get through this year or next. There's a lot of gloom and doom in the news about the economy. And I think mm -hmm. the biggest thing is figuring out how to make it through with the resources you have. And I think whether you're a large organization or a small organization, that is definitely top of mind. Um, we've heard a lot about the layoffs out there in the industry. It's really unfortunate that it's happening. So for the business owners and the leaders of the organization today, I think the biggest thing is, you know, how do we preserve the company and the teams we have and how do we make it through whatever we think is happening this year into next year? And some of the ways to do that is really, it's really basic and boring, but it's cash flow. It's making sure you have it no different than in our personal lives that's kind of how yeah. we assess and make sure we get through through any time period um but those are kind of the things that i see happening and that i think is really top of mind so yeah there is a company that i actually used to do fitness modeling for i'm not gonna name who they are but um i i know that they just were thriving during covid because uh, they make fitness products and everybody had to work out at home right well, they didn't save the capital. They reinvested all of it. They kind of spent all of that. And now when the economy is now turning, they're really, 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 really struggling. And they've had to lay off a lot of people. So I think that's so important is planning for the future, making sure you save the capital that you need for the times that are coming. And it's hard to do that when things are going well, right? You're like, it oh, is. yeah, let's, let's just like use all of this to grow the company. Correct. So... But there's um, a balance. My best example, and no one's been able to replicate this, you know, Apple is the wealthiest cash 
wealthy company in the entire world in a history of businesses. They've wow. been able to amass so much cash as an organization right. while still strategically reinvesting into itself. So like that right. model, not perfect. There's no such thing as a perfect model. There's no real mm -hmm. secret sauce, but they have really made an effort more so I think than most other companies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really, I think we're always trying to reinvent the wheel, but we need to look at the companies that have been around, yes. they're still around and what they're doing, right. And follow a lot of the, just the basic things that they're doing to make sure that they are staying relevant and they're staying healthy. Right. Agreed. Um, okay. So now I'm just going to turn just a little lighter note. Um, I like to ask this question occasionally on the podcast. If you had any business superpower, what would it be? <laughs> Knowing the future, predicting it. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I mean, it would be Amen great to, to know what's coming in business. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that one. You know, over the last 10 years, I actually thought about this a lot. It's like if, I, if you could wish for anything, when you struggle at work, you're like, oh, man, I wish I was like really good at this thing and it wasn't mm -hmm. as difficult for me. Or even in your personal life, oh, I wish I could, I don't know, be the best dancer mm -hmm. in the world. Sometimes mm -hmm. I go clubbing and I look at these dancers and I'm like, man, I wish I could do that. Yes, I still go clubbing. Don't laugh. <laughs> I love um, it. <laughs> Does your husband go with you? Uh-huh. He used to be yeah. a DJ in New York. So, so cool. Big electronica heads. Anyways. Hey, so. We need to talk more dance after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we will. So, but it's really knowing up ahead. I think yeah. now that I, you know, with Lone Spark, I, I became a business owner for the first time in my life. And even as a senior leader in the previous companies I was at, one of the things is, you make your best educated decisions based on the trends, based on mm -hmm. the analysts that are out there telling you things, based on talking to your mentors and other business owners and leaders and CEOs, but mm -hmm. no one really knows. It would be amazing and boring, I suppose, but amazing to know what's ahead. Kind of like, yeah. okay, what do the next two years bring so I can seamlessly prepare my employees, mm -hmm. my company, and those around me for that? That'd be a cool superpower. Love it. I agree. I'd love to have that one. I mean, it'd be kind of like uh, Back to the Future, right? Where Biff has the alm almanac. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, so, but you know what? We can be looking to the future and planning to the future by looking at trends and looking at the past. Kind of like the example I just referenced with the uh, fitness company. Sure. So, I uh, love that answer. Um, let's move on to what does success in 2023 mean to you? Now, this can be personal or business level, uh, share your vision for us for 2023. Okay. Well, for Lone Spark to continue to grow, this is now my new baby. I'm really passionate about what we're doing. So continue to engage more and more businesses and helping other businesses grow. That's mm -hmm. a really big focus. On the personal note, um, honestly, I would like to spend more time focusing on Balance is the wrong word. Allocating enough time for me and my family and downtime. It's hard and it's a constant yeah. struggle. I kind of make fun of people that are like, you know, I have a perfect balance in life. It doesn't exist. I don't yeah. think it's an accurate statement. 
I think you're fibbing if anybody says that. (laughs) But I think like for any leader or any person that's working and has family or any person that's working and is just like trying to go day to day, it's always the balance, right? It's how much work is too much work? How much time should I spend with my friends and reconnect with my family and do things just for me, just like Mm -hmm. me alone time? So I think just keeping mind on that all the time is really important. So for me this year, the goal is to continue to get better at spending more time on me and those around me and just disconnecting from all the other kinds of I things. I love that. And that is a challenge while building LoneSpark. Like, you know, I, I get, I'm in a startup as well with Idea Wins, and I already have other businesses that I run, yeah. um, but that's definitely on uh, my docket as well. That is one of my goals this year. And I think the biggest thing is planning, right? Yeah. Just You've got to plan the activities with your spouse, with yep. your children. Um, Cause if you don't, you'll fill it with work. I agree. Right? But also when you're a business owner, you love what you do. We hope, right? Yeah. Like that's what you're doing it. So it doesn't even feel like work. So it's hard to right. get wrapped into it. And then you're right. Like it's yeah. so important to just block off chunks of time to be like not work related. Yeah. Not work related. hundred percent. Well, I love it. I, I love your story, Sasha. I love what you're doing with Lone Spark. Um, you have a very inspirational story, really the American dream. You're the epitome of the American dream. Thank you for working so hard and then turning around and making an impact in this country and in the world. Uh, we need more people like you. And it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast. Before we go, where can we send people to find you? www.lonespark.com and I'm easily available on LinkedIn. Happy to connect. Thank you. Awesome. We'll put those links in the show notes. Uh, Thanks again for being on today and thanks everyone for watching. Thanks for listening. If you're looking for tools or resources to grow, optimize, and save money for your business, or if you have questions about today's podcast or a previous episode, go to ideawins.com. We believe every idea counts and a small, simple idea might be the only thing holding you back from a big win for your business. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast in your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. And as always, thanks for sharing idea wins with your friends. I'll see you next time.